So I try to button up my suit and I sadly realize I'm too round. <laughs> We've only just Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Living Color Abroad. I'm your host, Angel Rodriguez. And in this episode, you'll be listening to me discuss my trip to London. I went there to celebrate my graduation. So I take you through the tourist things that I saw, how I even got this trip to even happen because it wasn't originally supposed to happen. So how I made this trip happen for myself, all the cool things that I did, all the emotions and thoughts I was going through as I was sitting in the seat in the hall, in this great hall to the moment that I was walking across that stage, officially completing this master's journey and what it means for me in my future and what I want it to mean. Hope you enjoy. This is LME Color Abroad. So before we even get into my trip to London and the great time that I had, let's go back to November of last year um, when I wasn't even sure if I was going to go to London. (laughs) So basically, as uh, for those that don't know, the program was completely virtual. Obviously, I'm in Costa Rica. The program's in London. However, per the agreement between the company, the university, and my school, it was agreed that I would go at least twice, all all students in the program get to go twice to London, uh, once for a summer session and a winter session. But since uh, my cohort was from 2020 to 2022, literally during the height of COVID, everything was completely virtual, right? So no summer session, no winter session. So we didn't get to go to London, which sucked, obviously. But we all thought people in my cohort, my classmates were like, well, we should be able to get to go to graduation, even though graduation was not included in the agreement. Thankfully, however, <laughs> I brought this uh, to my director and I said, hey, I think it's the fair thing since I didn't get to go for summer or winter session that I get to go to London to at least attend my graduation. But mind you, for the summer and winter session, everything is covered. Flight, per diem, stay, hotel stay, all that's covered. I knew I wasn't going to get all that, <laughs> but what I what I knew I would I at least what I felt I deserved was at least my flight to be covered to go to London to attend my graduation. And thankfully, my director agreed that it was the right thing to do. So thankfully, and it was an expensive flight, but thankfully, um, that was covered for me. So there's that. So once I knew I was so once I knew I was going to London, I was very excited. Um, what I was not excited about was this ten and a half hour flight that I was about to embark on. And for those that don't know, I'm very much a nervous flyer. I have been since, I want to say since I moved to Costa Rica. (laughs) I wasn't always like this. Uh, But I'd never flown this far before. Um, I've flown to Europe before, but from New York. And from New York to Europe. um, And I went to England once um, back in like 2016 for like a 24-hour layover before I went to Spain. So I have been to England, but, you know, I only saw Big Ben and didn't see much else, right, in those 24 hours. Um, but I did do that flight, but it was like six hours, six, seven hours. And when I flew to Italy once, that was eight hours. So this was the longest flight I've ever been on. So I was leaving right after school, and I'm like, how am I going to sleep? What am I going to do? And a friend of mine, a colleague of mine said, oh, you should take two Benadryls. It'll, it'll, it'll make you drowsy and fall asleep. i never done that before. I've tried so many different re- remedies, 
non-drug related, you know, at least. And nothing has really worked for me. And so I tried it and I was feeling drowsy when I took the two Benadryl like right before takeoff. But I was sleeping on and off for like 10 minutes and it was not good. Um, So it was a smooth flight. I wasn't really nervous, but it was just a really long, long flight. And it sucked. <laughs> it really sucked to be stuck in a plane for that long. Um, so yeah, so once I arrive in London, it's basically 11 a.m. Um, and I'm, you know, my my internal clock though is telling me this is three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, there's like a seven eight hour difference uh, from Costa Rica to Europe, as you know, uh, England is ahead. So I was running on pure adrenaline. I'm like, oh my god, I'm here! I can't believe I'm freaking here. To attend my graduation. Thankfully, I went for a long weekend. I was there for like three and a half, four days, which was nice. Um, so I was running on pure adrenaline. And thankfully, um, uh, my other classmates were going as well. So we had like a WhatsApp group chat. And we were like, oh, we're going to go. I got approved for my director, blah, 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 blah. So thankfully, a few of my colleagues, uh, a good amount of them, I want to say. I think there was maybe 12 in the core. About five of them were there. So I got to meet some of them. Some of them I met before. Shout out to Ryan and Ariel. Uh, Ryan, I, I when I went when I was in Panama, I I got to see him. He lives in Panama. Ariel was here in Costa Rica one time. Got to meet up with her and chill. So it was cool seeing them again, but in London. Uh, shout out to them. But yeah, it was just so cool being there. Like it just felt very different. Like I knew what I was there for. Right, I knew I was there to celebrate my this huge achievement that I'm super proud of, and that I got to experience London in a more in a more full fledged way compared to when I went. You know. What, seven years ago uh, for 24 hours. So that was really, really dope. So I really enjoyed my time. Got Went to a comedy club. Got to see some British comedy. I was very hesitant. I'm like, this, I don't think this is going to be funny. I don't, really, I don't really like British humor. I watched The Office, the US version. Very funny. I've seen, the, I've seen a couple episodes of the British version. I do not find it funny at all. But <laughs> to my surprise, it was an open mic and it was super dope. It was really hilarious. I had a great time. And um, yeah, and then I, I got to meet uh, Ariel, my friend. She she knew a, a local that was living there, so I got to meet him. So hanging out with like a local was also cool. He know some he knew some cool spots to go to, and it was cold though. That I did not like at all. It was I would not freezing, but there were some days that was definitely like you know thirty degrees, you know, so below freezing. <laughs> but it was sunny though. That was the thing though. London, as most of you probably know is known for its, you know, rainy, cloudy days. And all the days that I was there, it was cold, but sunny. So that was really, really nice that it was sunny throughout my stay, besides the day I left, which is whatever, who cares, right? So that was really nice to experience London, cold, brisk London, but sunny days. I did all, I did sightseeing, saw, you know, like uh, Buckingham Palace. Um, again, want to see some some museums and stuff like that. And that was... That was cool. It was it was a really good time. Got to hang out with some classmates, friends of mine. And also what was really cool was we were taking the the tube, right? The train station. Um, I was making fun of my friend Ariel. She kept calling it the tube. I'm like, yo, you're not from here. Stop calling it the tube. It's a damn train. <laughs> All right. It's the train. But uh, but uh we took the train and there was a stop called Angel Station. I'm like, we gotta go, we gotta take a picture here. I'm like, we have to. And she's like, all right, I got you. So if you if you if you follow my Instagram, uh, the Inlimit Color Broad, you will see that picture on the post of me posing next to uh, <laughs> the Angel Station. There's a lot of things Angel related in London. This is an Angel Court. There's Angel Comedy Club. I don't I don't understand where that comes from, but that's pretty dope. <laughs> I felt right at home. 
Uh, and speaking of feeling right at home, London definitely caught my attention. I knew it was prior, obviously, but like experiencing for a few days, you know, definitely has that New York feel in, in the sense of, you know, it's a cosmopolitan city, very diverse place, lots of things to see and do, lots of people. Um, and that felt very, very home to me, you know, in terms of, I'm like, damn, I could probably see myself living here <laughs> in the future, whatever. Um, you know, so that that was kind of cool to kind of take that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, but now let's get to obviously the purpose of this trip, right? My graduation. So this is a funny story. So I, you know, I really, I already had a suit. I already had a, a black suit that I had that I have had for years. Take <laughs> and it's still that is still good. Still fits me well quote-unquote, fits me well. So let me explain. So I'm like, all right, I got a suit. I don't got to spend money on a suit. This is great. But I realized that the robes, a master's robe, looks very different than a traditional, like, you know, I don't know, undergrad or high school gown where it covers everything, you know, where, like, you zip it up. It doesn't, they didn't have that. This robe from King's College London is completely open. So it's just this robe that goes, like, you know, over your shoulders and goes down, but you can see the entire suit or if you're a woman, you know, a dress. So... I'm like, damn. So I looked up pictures and all the guys, they had their suits buttoned up. So I'm like, damn, I can't just have my suit unbuttoned. So I try to button up my suit and I sadly realize I'm too round, <laughs> too fat to close the button <laughs> comfortably on the suit. So I knew that wasn't going to work. But I'm like, damn, I'm not going to buy an entire new suit. This costs a lot of money. Especially in Costa Rica, everything, the, you know, everything's taxed so much. So a suit would have cost me a brand new $300, something I'd pay maybe $150, $200 back in the States. So I'm like, all right, I can't buy a new suit. Let me get a vest. I'm like, "Uh aha, if I get a vest, I'll put this whole attire together, make this a three-piece suit. That'll be badass, looking real, real British, right? Real proper and formal. (laughs) So I go to a store and I go to the mall here in Costa Rica and nobody had a vest. I mean, obviously the stores, they were, you know, these formal stores, all their vests were sold out. I'm like, you got to be shitting me right now. How is it that your vest is all sold out? Everyone's buying a vest at the same time? Jesus. This is, of course, what I'm saying in my head. I keep up my New Yorkness to myself now so I don't uh, offend people here. <laughs> so um, I was just very disappointed. And um, so I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to have to go. Oh, no, that's a lie. I did initially buy a blue vest to go with a black suit. Stupid me. You know why? Because I got convinced by the salesman that, that it looks good. But I returned it immediately. Like 20 minutes later, I'm like, no, nah, this ain't going to work. I just buy a, a vest in London. I'm sure they have a million formal stores where I could buy a regular black vest and just, you know, get that. So I go shopping for my, my vest in London. It was very expensive. But it pulled off the look. I think I look pretty dapper. I must say so myself. I definitely liked the way I looked. I was dressed to impress, as they say. I had a nice fresh cut. I was feeling really good about myself, honestly. And I was nervous as hell. So let's get let's get to that day now. You know, I'm getting ready, ironing my stuff. I uh, I shared an Airbnb with uh, with Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. He was dope. He was dope to, to chill with the, the time that I was there. And, you know, we're, I'm like, and I brought five. I brought five ties with me. That was a mistake. I should have brought maybe two. <laughs> I brought five ties because I couldn't decide what combination I wanted. Do I go with a blue? Do I get something that pops? Do I get something that's very neutral? I couldn't decide, but I ended up going with a plaid, like almost like a Harry Potter type, because it's like you're looking like Harry Potter. I'm like, yep, this this goes with the event. I think it goes with the robe. This is the tie. All right, let's go with it. So you know, we get we get to the to the center to the event center, and I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. I'm getting my robe. 
I, I take my my you know formal pictures with you know the you know you could buy the pictures or whatever. So you take the pictures. I'm holding this damn. I don't know what I'm holding in my hand. Actually, looks like an old scroll from like the times of I don't know Jesus, I guess. But some old dead scroll that I'm holding in my hand. Um, and you know, taking the pictures or whatever, and that was cool. And then you know, you get into the into the hall and you sit down and you see the the amount of people that are graduating is insane. You know, obviously, I knew it wasn't just me, right? But I didn't expect the whole. I'm like, man, there's a lot of people here. Definitely in the hundreds. You know, four or five hundred people maybe there, all graduating with with obviously different departments. So, um, that was cool. So you know, um, you know. Now you know we're entering the hall. We everyone's uh, everyone's seated. I look at the program. I see my name. I'm the only Rodriguez on the program, which was shocking given how how common my last name is. So that was cool. And another thing I want to I want to note it was the diversity of the of the graduates. That was dope to see. Very racially and ethnically diverse. It was it was clear as day, um, based on the people that were there. And I think that was that was do- that was really dope to see. Yeah, and so, you know, we're seated, you know, it, it, it feels very formal and very, like, a formality, you know, in terms of, like, all right, obviously, you go up there, you get, you know, you get your name called, you get your little diploma or, you know, little scroll, and, you know, you walk up the stage. When it's not you, it feels that way. It's like, all right, we got to sit through this, you know, we got to sit through this, a whole bunch of people. I'm, like, in row N, and there's, like, a million rows before me, <laughs> it seems like. <laughs> and so, you know, you're seeing it, and you don't really, it doesn't, you don't really get nervous. It doesn't feel real. You just feel like you're sitting there, and you're experiencing somebody else's graduation almost. But when you see, at least for me, I don't know about uh, my classmates, but when you saw the row right ahead of you get up and go, you know, behind the stage to line up, that's when I started getting nervous. I'm like, oh, shit, this is real. Like, I'm about to walk across this damn stage and, and, you know, officially, ceremonially complete this journey that I'm on. And that went through my mind. And I, then in that moment, it kind of hit that, yo, Angel, you're in London. You're sitting down. You're about to graduate from this prestigious university um, that you did mostly online. But you're here in person. You know, you're here in person um, to to do this. And that was really dope. And then, of course, my role gets called. We go backstage. I see some of my classmates. I'm like, yo. I'm like, how I'm looking? They're like, you're looking fine. You look good, man. I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, you know, right there, right before my name is called, I'm like, I'm, I'm making sure everything's looking proper. I'm checking my tie, make sure my tie looks good, checking my cuffs, you know, whatever. Make sure I had no, like, little, little stray hairs or anything on my head. And, you know, then I hear the person, um, saying names and then they say the award that I got. They they not they didn't just say my name. They said I received an award for, you know, for the highest um overall grade in the program and the award was called Other Schools and Hours Award. Um it, and it was based on this prominent scholar in the field of international education and the award is named after him and it's on a work that he did that was a foundational work for international schools. And I received that award from my professor shout out to Dr. Pepper. Yes, that is his actual name, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Shout out to him. And so, you know, I hear my name called, but get this. When you sign up for graduation online, they ask you how you want your name to be said, you know, phonetically, the phonetic spelling. So I didn't actually know how to do my phonetic spelling. So I looked up, how the hell do you do Angel Rodriguez phonetically? You know, so I I, I did my phonetic spelling on it. So I wanted, I wanted my name to be said like that, Angel Rodriguez. Because I didn't want my name to be butchered in Spanish. You know, my name being Angel Rodriguez. I didn't want my name to be butchered in Spanish by someone that was not a Spanish speaker. But to my surprise, and my and it was a good surprise, 
the person that was uh, doing the the it was a different person actually than the original than the first person saying names. He it seemed that he obviously knew either either romance language. He spoke with an accent. So it seemed to me that he, I don't know if he was uh, of uh, Hispanic descent or not, but it's clear that he knew Romance languages because he said my name pretty well. He said, I'm receiving the award for other schools and hours, Angel Rodriguez. And I was like, I kind of was surprised a little bit. I was like, oh, but of course I'm like, all right, let me walk up, let me walk on this stage. Let me shake the hand of this person. And then of course the, I don't even, I don't even know who, who, what the titles were. I forgot. It was, a, it was all a blur at that moment. But, you know, I shook their hands, smiled, got a few claps, walked up the stage and then you know you sit back down, and then it's over. But it's, it's a moment, obviously, that I will never forget for as long as I live. It was such a cool moment and an amazing culmination of all the hard work that I put into it, you know. And not just me, obviously, people that helped me through, throughout um, this master's journey that I, that I that I that I was on, and it was just so cool. It was cool. And then it was the end of the ceremony. We're drinking champagne, you know, in the reception area. I get to finally meet in person my professor, the, the person that created the program. We He's like super tall. He's like a giant over me. He's like 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> we spoke and he's like, listen, he's like, congratulations on the award. And I'm like, thank you. And then some of my classmates were like, what award? And he's like, yeah, he's like, he received the award for receiving the highest grade. He's like, why you didn't say anything? And me, I didn't want to, like, make that a big deal. Like, hey, guys, by the way, I'm winning an award. I didn't want to do that. Like, we were all graduating. It's, it's not about me. It's about all of us completing this journey. And I'm like, yeah, it was pretty cool. They're like, okay, okay, I see you, Angel. I see you. So um, that was cool to kind of uh, to get that recognition. Not just my my professor, but obviously my classmates. Uh, they were happy for me, and I was happy for them. And um, he was like, you know, you should consider a PhD given your, you know, your excellent academic work. And, of course, you're hearing that from someone that's a scholar, um, to say you should consider pursuing a PhD because you do excellent academic work, of course, it's going to make you feel like you're on cloud nine, yo. You feel like, you know, that you can do the next step. You know, you could do whatever you put your mind to. And it was another moment that I won't forget as well, you know, getting that recognition, that validation of like, yeah, you can do this, man. You can do this shit. So that was cool. I drank a couple of, you know, sips of champagne, ate some whatever little things they had. I don't know what I was eating. I was just really happy. Everyone was happy in a good mood. And then it was a Monday. My flight was the next morning, like at 11 a.m. So not like super early, but early. So me, Ryan, and Aaron are like, yo, we got to go celebrate. And so we're walking, you know, across Thames River that I think is the only river in London. And we're walking. We're trying to find the bar. And we find the bar. We um we we get beers. We're just reminiscing. It just it was such a great time. I was receiving texts from my from family members, from friends. Uh, people on Instagram, obviously, and it was just, it was just so dope. Like, obviously, you can't relive moments like that, right? It's just you have the moment, you cherish it, and you know, obviously, I could, I could reminisce about it now with you, <laughs> those that are listening. Um, but you can't relive it, right? So it was just cool, and I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, I think the, I think the alcohol played a fact that we did some tequila shots. Um, <laughs> and I realized I'm a super lightweight uh, when it comes to tequila shots. I'm not realizing at the old age of 32, I should not be doing that as much as I used to. Uh, but I received a, a text, I believe it was from my dad and my mom. And I told them that I'm very thankful for them, for everything they've done for me. And my mom is like, I don't know anything about, you know, master's degree. That's all you. I'm like, no, mom, like you, you played a factor. I'm telling my dad, thank you for, you know, your sacrifices. And at that moment, I did get a little emotional. I was texting that because it hit me again. Here I am, this kid born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, in East New York, um, to 
immigrant parents from the Dominican Republic, humble beginnings. You know, my parents definitely were not not middle class. And, you know, I went to City University. You know, thankfully, I was I got a I got a free ride because, you know, we didn't make money. And so I got that Pell Grant, that TAP Grant. I got all, all the grants that I could possibly get so I could afford to go to college. Graduated from there. And then this was also a free ride, right, sponsored by um, the company that I'm a part of and that I received the highest overall grade um, in the cohort. So I was really happy. I was really happy to succeed at that level and, you know, get the master's bowl to succeed at, at that level. And it just all came, again, all those emotions and all those, you know, thinking about life and all the things that, that I've been through in life. You know, obviously mostly good, right? Some obviously rough patches, but mostly good. Thankfully, I'm very blessed and grateful. And yeah, and a lot of it is thanks to my parents. A lot of it is thanks to them. And I know my mom listens. <laughs> so, gracias, mommy. <laughs> y gracias, papi. Um, thank you. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it really hit me in that moment. And, of course, I held it together. I'm with my friends. I'm not going to cry a river in front of, you know, everyone, Ryan. But, it was, <laughs> but it, was, it was nice to think about that. And, again, just filled with a lot of gratitude. And then, you know, we, we, we were like, all right, it's 9 o'clock. We got to get back. They all have flights the next day. I had a flight. So, you know, I get back and, you know, I wake up the next day, you know, a little tired. <laughs> and, and yeah, and then, um, then I'm back in Costa Rica. And then that was it. That was, I was just back and, you know, obviously seeing people, people wishing me congratulations, you know, at school. And it was just like a really, again, it was such a quick trip. <laughs> it was such a quick trip to go. I left freaking Thursday. I arrived there Friday. I leave uh, Tuesday morning and I go to school Wednesday. So I was gone for literally four days. Ten and a half hour flights each way. Direct. Those are direct flights, let me tell you. So yeah, that was just that was just really cool. And uh, and again, this is as usual. It's not going to be a long episode, but I just wanted to share um, this this wonderful moment that that I that I got to experience, and that again, I'm gonna forever I'm gonna forever be grateful and cherish because you, you know these things. That only happens. I mean, it can happen multiple times, right? You can also get multiple masters, but you're going to experience that for the first time once. <laughs> So, right, so I go to experience getting my master's for the first time once. And, yeah, just like I'm not going to forget graduating high school, graduating from undergrad, graduating uh, from this university from a master's degree in international education, graduating top of my class. Those are things I'm not going to forget. And those are things that I think for those that are listening, you know, imposter syndrome is a real thing, yo. I have it every day. <laughs> There's moments where, you know, you get this imposter syndrome and you got to remind yourself, of, you know, what you're capable of and what your value is. And remind yourself, make sure others see that too. And that's one thing that I'm that I'm learning, that I got to be able to show people that, you know, for those that already know what my value is, but for those that don't know who I am from a hole in the wall, right? If, if I'm trying to get my name out there, trying to make, you know, make other moves professionally, I got to let it be known that, you know, th this is this is my value. This is what I think, you know, obviously humbly, not that, you know, I know everything, but I got some knowledge and I want to continue with this knowledge in a beneficial way that benefits all. And that's kind of the way I foresee myself moving forward in my life. Um, professionally, personally, <laughs> you know, people seeing what my value is and saying, yeah, that that's somebody, that's somebody that that can add value to this, that, or the, or the third. 
into what we're trying to do as a company or organization or school, whatever the, whatever the case may be. Um, I got to be able to show that, you know, and it does fall on me to show that to illustrate and demonstrate uh, my inherent value and what, you know, what else I, I have to learn and that I, that I want to learn that I'm serious about. And as you guys know, this podcast is all about diversity, all about broadening your horizons. And that's what I've been trying to do throughout this journey. I've been doing it personally and now I'm here doing it professionally and academically, right? And it's not done. Nothing is ever done. You know, I did the master's right, I'm finished now. There's other steps to go. There's a lot of things that are um, up in the air. There's, you know, the future, I hope is bright, but it's also nebulous. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that's another thing that I'm learning as well as I, as I go through this journey of, you know, kind of the, the post high of, oh, I got master's, wow, you know, of like, all right, back to work. What are you working on? What you doing? What are you trying to do better? So you always got to look for ways to improve, hopefully, you know, to, to improve and to move forward in life, but also to enjoy these moments. Because again, these moments don't come all the time. These moments take years, literally, <laughs> to build upon. So you got to be able to celebrate that. So I'm happy and I'm grateful uh, to my director that was able to fly me out. Um, I'm grateful that I got to celebrate this um momentous achievement that I that I accomplished. And I'm grateful not just that, but I, I was able to celebrate with, with with classmates that I'm that I consider my friends, you know? And, you know, celebrate it with my family. They got to see it through the live stream, you know, even though they weren't there. So that was dope. Thank God for technology, right? Um and I've celebrated through with, with others as well in a meaningful way. And for that I am grateful. Here's to what's next. And I just hope that, you know, this accomplishment just opens more doors, more avenues. Because something that my mentor, my professor Mark Adams told me that I'll never forget and I always hold dear to me, all you want in life are options. So I hope that through this hard work that I did, that I'm opening more doors, more avenues, more opportunities for myself to better myself in all facets of my life. And that's all I can hope for. Hope you enjoyed that episode with me uh, discussing my trip to London and, you know, my accomplishments or whatnot. And yeah, I mean, that's that's basically it. I'm not going to talk longer than that. Um, next week, you'll be listening to Kwame, who is living abroad in Sierra Leone. And I met Kwame through a through a webinar that that he uh, that he did, a, that he was able to present on. And he's just a dope, dope person to talk to. I'm so glad I got him on the podcast. So be on the lookout for that um, next time on Living Color Abroad. If you like what you hear, please leave a review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Spotify, and any of your other favorite streaming platforms. See you next time. This is 11 Color Abroad. Peace.